Lights. Oh. oh. Camera. Okay. Speed. Speed. Crafty. Most importantly. <laughs> yeah. Where's the crafty? crafty? Where's the crafty? Crafty. Talent. I can't work like this. You're doing great. You're doing great. Kirk. You're doing even better. Yeah. And action, Kirk. Do this that way. Okay, cut, 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 cut. <laughs> well, welcome to the Man Doozy Podcast, everyone. Yes, you know, you're all probably thinking, what the hell is going on? They can never get <laughs> the, yeah, anything we can't, right we at the can't beginning. Direct, uh, we're not good with, with directing these cold opens here. Yes, yeah. No. Because we don't prepare at all. Exactly, we don't. <laughs> and then we take like a month off and we come back and it, we try to pull it out of thin air. It just doesn't like, work. How do, you, how do you improv? What, what is that? We don't. Yeah. Well, the word doozy means something that is extraordinary or outstanding of its kind. And we are not that, obviously. But uh, we want to be. I mean, uh, you know, but if we're not, we're not... Close now that I've I've given up. Yeah, you know, it's like the moment that we think that we are close, (laughs) we take a month off. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) right back where we started. Do life. And so this is the podcast that we are going to give you all the tools on how to become successful in life. How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I, like, learn skills for specific you know, times throughout the year, or like, how do I do a specific profession? Yeah. How do I do anything? How do yeah. I? <laughs> yeah, one of these days we'll do, we'll do. How do you do a cold open? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the best part is, well, we, and how to improv? We should we haven't done yet. That's right. That's on our list. Um, the best part is we're gonna learn how to be successful ourselves. Well, we are also teaching you how to be successful yourself. Makes sense to me. I'm Alex. Uh, can't I- improvise. Stop. And I'm Kirk Lights. I used Camera, to be able to. <laughs> speed. <laughs> crafty. Action. Yeah. Cause. Yeah. Love it. Amazing. Well, what are we going to talk about today? We're talking about something that's very exciting. It is in our world yes. of that, like, you know, we call our professions and mm-hmm. stuff. We've been dipping into uh, the entertainment industry and uh, film and TV we did, ha- we did had a DP uh, a little while ago, so yep, yeah, uh, a director of photography. We're and dipping in the film world now, which yes. is nice. It, which is, I mean, if you have the connections to, it's great, and it, it's always it's the one industry that, like, pulling back the curtain can be mind blowing. Yeah, the things that you can learn. I mean, it is literally a, a film or TV set from a regular person's uh, like standpoint is like. What the hell is that circus? Right. But the, it always comes together somehow. And it and there's very important people uh, that help uh, bring that together. And so we are going to be talking about how to be a director. Ooh. Director. Directors. Like Steven Spielberg. Martin yes. Scorsese. Yes. Yeah, all that so, type so of stuff. So directors are these, these, these visionaries, you know? These yeah. people who kind of drive the artistic vision of yeah. like a project. You know, I mean, one of the things that's coming to my mind is like the reason why we say Spielberg and Scorsese is they, they it's almost like they have their own style or whatever. Yeah. You know, like an auteur filmmaker. They yeah. have their... 
And there's there's a way to just direct, and then there's like everybody has their own flair to it. So it's very yeah. These these people are the conductors of the orchestra. The you know, literally. I yeah. mean, you've got all different departments going crazy, putting little pieces together, and there's one person, and that's the central point of it all, to make sure that it all comes together and it's it's it sounds perfect and is beautiful. That's right. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about directors, but I'm using a metaphor. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I got it. I was following. <laughs> uh, but we don't really know. Uh, I feel like, uh, well, let me ask you, have you ever directed anything? You know, okay. So, you know, being being an actor, it's like you try to always, like, challenge yourself with skills or at least learning uh, certain skills or reading about them. The only time I ever directed was my senior year in college it was like a requirement Mm. that by the end of the year you had to direct a 30 minute one act and that was like so much fun Mm -hmm. i think it was like really kind of mind-blowing because you know in in a in a place like an undergraduate degree there's like you're given all these steps that you need to make so it was kind of like a little like um nerve-wracking i wanted to make sure that like i was meeting the steps but as you grow older you kind of find your own way uh, with how you direct things. I think that I'd like to direct again, but that's the only time that I've done it. Like literally age 21, 22. Okay. What about you? Nice. Um, I directed a a short film in college for like my senior year, like project. Hell yeah. And uh, it was, I, I wrote it and everyone was on board and wanted to actually make it. So they were like, all right, well you're going to direct it too. I was like, okay, let's do this. And, it's cool being a, a director where it's like, okay, here's the idea. Let's let's do it. And everybody from like all different aspects that you need come together to like put make your dream happen. Yeah. You know? And and everyone's on board to support it. And, and one of my favorite things about directors is they are all different and they all communicate their vision in different ways. They communicate with cert- with with talent differently. Mm-hmm with uh, other departments differently. And I always find that so engaging and there's so much that you can learn about that. Mm -hmm. There is. Yeah. But we don't really know what's going on director-wise. There's always so much more to learn. Yeah, Yeah. and and this is a special episode because... We have someone here who's Spielberg level, okay? <laughs> yeah! It's Spielberg level, Scorsese. <laughs> he blows them out of the water. Absolutely. Okay? Mm. Uh, this is, this is uh, I'm, I'm very excited because today on the podcast, we have our very own director. Yes. And his name is, he's a very close friend, ex-lover. <laughs> he's the best. And, uh, you know, I, I, I always love watching him work. Everyone, put your hands together for Casey Jost. Yes, that was enlightening. I, I, you guys did a really good job breaking down, like, kind of the roles of a, what a director should do and does, and what it, what it can be when it's great. I thought it was a train wreck, but we're, we're doing we're doing great. You know, it's like you you you, you run a podcast for uh, three years, and oh my god, we forgot to post for our three year anniversary. Oh wow! Oh my god, we <laughs> need a director. <laughs> director but yeah it's like but that's the best when you think it's like you know what you're like this is a mess and then the director comes up and goes that was great that was the take that and we're you're gonna like use. what <laughs> you're like what casey it, it is such a pleasure to have you here um i'm we're both so excited to just kind of dive 
into this because there's practical things that you can learn about directing and there's also kind of like artistic uh, creative ways that you can learn uh, we're i guess the the I best guess, place to I, start yeah i guess be, just start off by saying you know what how did you get into all this and yeah you know. uh, so i i guess you know it's interesting because I, I you know i definitely enjoy directing but i've i've done so many other roles leading up to it that I, I'm not sure if I fully consider myself like purely a director. Like I've I've written for so much stuff. I still like to be in front of camera sometimes. Um, but you know, for the for the sake of this podcast, I'll just I'll mostly just wear that hat. And um, I started similarly. I was listening to you know um, Kirk talk about how he directed in college and how that was like the first time that you did that and. I, I, you know, I remember being in, having to be in charge of certain things creatively, creative, creatively directing certain projects in college. And I think that's like when you first get the bug of like having to self-produce and self-direct and, and make your own stuff. So I'd say I started like that. And then you just meet people, you know, in that beautiful way. And, you know, you, you, you hear what they're doing and you're like, oh, I want to do that too. And you just kind of keep following that. So, so long story short, that, that led me to, you know, writing for some shows and writing for Impractical Jokers. And now I'm the director there. I had directed this weird, like the, I would say I had directed like some, you know, uh, friends web series and stuff like it's just small things where I just kind of shot it, edited it, directed it all, you know, had to kind of do all that stuff. And that's really fun because you learn a lot and you fail a lot and you learn, you know, quicker from failing. Um, that's for sure. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then working on Jokers for a long time, I got asked to direct this like kind of hidden camera prank that starred Will Smith um, and Target. Okay. And that was, this was pre-slap. <laughs> it will forever pre-slap forever moving forward it's pre-slap it's going to be pre-slap and post-slap and now pre-jada pinkett memoir yeah post-jada yes. pinkett memoir yes. anyways sorry i would work with him post-slap i'd work with him post-jada like i i i love him i grew up on him i i don't know i i can't i could separate the slap from the artist yeah i you, you have to you have to <laughs> you, have, you to. have to because a slap does not dictate what an artist can do. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like the first, like kind of, I would say what people would consider big thing I directed. Um, and then uh, from there, I, you know, I was really just like, Oh, I'm going to keep writing. I don't know if, how much I'll be directing. And with jokers, we lost a director and they were like, I was helping find a director and I had pitched people and they couldn't do it for whatever reason. And then I was like, can I do it? <laughs> you know, yeah. and I, I basically like asked and explained how and what I would do and like my plan and stuff like that. And um, and they said yes. And uh, so I've been there since that was that was in season 9.5. And I did all of the rest of 9.5, all of 10. And uh, it was so much fun. That's so exciting. You, you know, I was I was kind of perusing your uh, IMDb uh, pro earlier today and You've been working with uh, the Jokers now for what, like maybe eight, nine years, or I think it's like a twelve. I think it's like eleven or twelve. Really? Wow! I mean, yeah, since season one. I mean, you know, so wow. early, when the show started, there were no positions, so I don't even know if I'm if I, if I have any credits from season <laughs> one or two because like go. they just didn't 
call us anything. It was, I, I actually, when the show started, I took like a, a huge career opposite direction. And I, I, I had been like writing for late night with Jimmy Fallon, but still like I didn't have a gig. And so it was, it was a gig, but I took a job on impractical jokers as a PA that wrote with the guys and helped produce. And I had to do locations. I basically like, I was like a mini, like a production, uh, like, you know, I was a mini director because <laughs> I had to do all these yeah. things, but I got no credit. And I think I made like, I think it was like $800 a week. It was like so insane. Wow. It sounds like the guys were like, Hey, you want, you want to, do you mind doing everything and also hang out with us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's us. We'll give you a stipend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so. The crazy thing is they were making nothing pretty yeah. much and yeah. they were doing everything too. So it was like hard for me to complain when they also were like, it, cause it was such a grassroots small time. Like true TV was nothing. The show was not close to what, it became and it has become but like it was not considered like the network wasn't even a comedy network it was like all real like weird really weird reality shows of like tow trucks so yeah. it was so it was bizarre it was like it was like an it was like another planet and um so we just sort of I, i'm glad that i that's a good lesson there it's like sometimes you take a step backwards so that you could take two steps forward you know and I think if you believe in it, or at least like, if you feel like you'll get something out of it, even just like a good time, like I, I had known Sal from the Jokers for a long time. And he asked me if I wanted to work on it. I had also done the theme song for the original, like the original theme song for the show. I'm a musician. Right. And so I was working on it that capacity. And he was like, do you want to just keep working? And like, you know, we don't have room for writers, but we have room for PA and you could always write with us. And so I was like, yeah, let me, let me just do it. And it worked out. That is so cool. Well, I think this is a great place yeah. to kind of jump into these tips. Yeah. So, I, and I've also seen Casey direct firsthand. You've seen him in yeah, action. I've seen him in action, and he's he's very good. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. So, so I appreciate that. So Casey, everyone has uh, he has provided us with the top five tips. In his opinion, the most important way to navigate how to be a director. Mm -hmm. At least for me, I would say I, yeah. my caveat is that this is like how I, what I think is like rings true for me, and for how sure. like my and how I got into it and how I like you know how I believe because I actually like we'll talk about it. There are some of these things that I like. I think the first one I actually <laughs> think that there are people who very much are successful in the opposite of what I say. So we'll, let's go whenever you want to well, start. Well, without yeah, further yeah, ado. Let's do it. Let's jump in. These are the top five tips on how to be a director, everyone. Number five, Woo. don't be a piece of shit. <laughs> All right, well, I can't be a director. Oh, yeah, stop can never be a director. God, well, we stopped there. That's the episode. <laughs> I'll take over the tips. Don't yell, don't yell at people. Okay. Ah. Stop being a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they really, uh, Casey really doubled down on don't be stop. Yeah, it's <laughs> it just don't be stop. You've never been a dick in in, in terms of our, like, you know, like our relationship at least. Well, thank you for that. But I'm definitely a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's why I didn't specify. <laughs> I definitely think that this is a way that certain people have become successful and continue to be successful. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. So I actually, you know, this is just, I, I kind of feel nothing's worth <laughs> being a dick. Like, like th this, this, like whatever you're producing, whatever you're, you're making, you're, you know, your art, 
is not worth treating people poorly. And I think it's like, it's just not, it's just not who I am too. So I think that it's easy for me. I think there are people who, who bring like their baggage and they get things done that way. And it's easier for them to be a dick and it might work for certain people. I, I mean, I think it's embarrassing, but I, you know, if it works for you and you want to continue and you're not run out of the industry or whatever, then I guess keep going if that works for you. But uh, I, yeah, I, I think it's like, I think it's really embarrassing when people are like dicks in, in, an, in a thing that's like supposed to be fun. I totally yeah. agree with that because I think the, the main thing that we, could, we can point to the obvious is the, a director is intrinsically a collaborative and creative like position. Mm-hmm. And if you're being a dick and a piece of shit, yeah. nobody wants to collaborate yeah. with you or be creative with you. Yeah. It kind of it kind of halts you, any you, progress in that, at least in my opinion. No, you, you, need know? To, you need to have the whole crew on your side. Yeah, and because if, if you don't, and if there's the going to be a revolt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, if you're yelling at the camera guy and he's like, all right, I'm not showing up tomorrow, then you, there you go. You know, and it's you, like, yes, you aren't. No, I'm not. No, I'm not, <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah, it's like for me, I, I, I could never lead by like fear. I don't think I strike fear in people, but also like I would rather people want to do the right thing based on the like love of the project. Or I could see maybe like playing a little sympathy card and being like, oh, I don't want to let the director let you down. And that's a different thing. That's not like fear, like I, he's going to bite my head off. Just like I like working with this person. And if I drop the ball, it'll like bum him out, you know? So it's like, I want that pressure that people have. But like people think that to get that pressure is through fear. Yeah. Stop. I don't know if I can work with Casey. I'm too terrified of his silver fox locks. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> he's scary looking. He, he, he's, he's, he's too scary handsome. Anyway. <laughs> Anyone with perfect hair frightens me. <laughs> well, for you, that makes sense. Um, I, I've also noticed that because I've I've worked on a lot of shows and with a lot yeah. of directors, uh-huh. and a, a majority of them can be assholes. Uh, and I think it's also because, like, they just don't. I, and I've seen it; they just don't really know how to handle like stress sometimes and they'll they'll take that out on like the crew and get like snappy and snippy because they don't know how to you know they they just can't handle like the pressure of like that scale yeah what's the percentage of like uh today's society's best directors who are currently in therapy probably not too many (laughs) or or who have been yeah you know maybe they need yeah (laughs) um yeah yeah but anger, even, management. Anger, yeah. ma- anger management. Anger uh, management courses. Well, because yeah. if they're like, okay, I, I, I gotta, I gotta deliver this to the network, and they, like, there's, there's a lot riding on them for sure. That you know, they have to deliver a lot, and you know, if they're getting frustrated and then start taking it out in the crew, then the crew's gonna get frustrated, and then it's just not. It just creates like a hostile envi- environment. You know, I think is, uh, there's also like an understanding. Uh, K- Casey, correct me if I'm wrong, but. My understanding of directors is like they you almost like always have to know that it's never going to go perfectly. And it's how you navigate Mm -hmm. the bumps and the forks in the road, because like, I mean, the one thing that you have, which is so great, is you have uh, like years experience. You have almost this uh, blueprint of how to run it. So 
you know, that that's probably important too as a director to really have like a blueprint of how you're going to run it. And something like Joker's, I have no doubt, there's less stress because you you know how to navigate uh, because you've been doing it for so long. But also anything could happen on Joker's. Oh yeah. And, that, oh, that's true. Well, because you're you're talking you're talking to the public. It's a hidden camera, and that's so like true. some guy could have a freak out, and then it's like, okay, do we cover this? Do we co- like what do we? You know, you gotta. That's so true. You gotta you gotta make quick decisions in your head whether or not we're we're what we're doing is like uh, you know worth the time. Yeah. You know, because you gotta yeah. be. You yeah, gotta- you kind of plan out like what are the variables, and you could sort of guess a lot of them. Uh, you you could never guess them all, but like you could guess the desired effect and or or you know there's the desired effect and then there's the other possible um, effects that will come from whatever we're setting up. I know I'm talking vaguely, but it's like you have to kind of look forward, look look ahead, and think of like what are some of the you have to poke holes in everything, right? Um, so you, our show, you truly, I think, cannot be a perfectionist. But I think there are probably going back to what I said. I think there are probably directors who are perfectionists, and that works for them too. I am not for sure. I'm like, if it changes, it's better off that it's changing. If it's like, if someone says, "Oh, we can't do this thing," like I barely fight for for like my way because I'd I'd rather I love problem solving. That's probably like my, my, one of my strong suits in terms of directing is like if a problem comes most people are like but we already did like figured it out and i'm like there's never the end of figuring it out it's there's always going to be more problems so and i love the feeling so i'm kind of like let's figure it out and if there's zero way of doing it which is a possibility then i I think it's then we fight for like no we need that original way but i'm kind of like all right like let's see let's see what we could do yeah you 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 like respect the crew in terms of like if someone's like oh I, I i let's not do that you're like okay yeah that's actually a good idea let's do that you know instead of like when you're trying to figure it out and someone's like oh hey and you're like where's my fucking coffee <laughs> crafty you're stat. you're fire get the fuck out of here they get the coffee and i throw it on them that's right <laughs> that's right yeah. what a dick so this top tip i mean the 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 main thing is just don't don't be a don't dick. be a piece be of shit person. don't be yeah be a good person you can navigate yeah. this. in any level in any level although like yeah. i i actually I, the, the lower you go the more i i think i would give you way to be like i i've picked up fans at 3 a.m for like a, you know a 6 a.m call and like if i'm in a i've been in bad mood because of that and i'm like i understand if you did that and you didn't sleep and you're a little bit like irritable. You, mm-hmm. I give you carte blanche. Like I give you a pass yeah. if you are a PA and you picked up a van at 3 a.m. That means you left your house at like two. You yeah. didn't sleep well. Oh. You know, like I, I, I think like you're allowed as long as you're not really affecting everyone. If I ask you about something and you're like, you give a quick answer, you're snippy. I'm like, <laughs> that's, no. I'm going to let that slide for sure. Stare off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but if, like, if like a producer that like rolled in at like 1030 right before if they're in a bad mood, I'm like, no, bro. No, way. you're not allowed. Well, what do you say? You ready yeah, to move, move on? Yeah, We're move moving on, on to the top four tip. Ooh. The top four tip, everyone, is fake it till you make it. Popular mm. little phrase. Mm. Fake it till you make it to a certain extent. But you got to admit when you're clueless. Know thy flaws. (laughs) Have humility. Amen. That's right. Fake it till you make it. Casey, is your hair real or fake? 
It's real. It's I. It's, a, it's the number one question. I could never work with it. I'm terrified. Number one question. <laughs> um, it's everywhere I go, people ask. Uh, yeah. So this one's really interesting because it's it's like I'm like two different things at once, right? It's like fake to your make it. You typically is like you you have to fully fake it, but I'm like no no no. I think you go in. It's a little bit of that like say yes even if you you know it feels like it's a no like say yes to every opportunity even if you feel like you're you, you'll be drowning take that risk and kind of like pretend that you know exactly what you're doing because i think you could always figure it out but if you are drowning you have you need to ask for help like you need you need to admit like okay i, I don't know how to do this and then most of the time if you're honest about it people are like oh i want to help this person out you know yeah. And I and I think like it's it's you know if you know if you're like oh I could do this oh so like recently I had a project I was like kind of directing and I was like I, I could do everything but put together this like budget this line item budget and I asked a friend to, to do it and it worked out great like so like I was like I took over all the creative and this person who's like mostly like a math minded like personality was like I'll do that and then it was like a really nice way of like if I could have said no because I was like I don't know how to do this budget thing but instead I was like yeah I'll figure it out and I, I, ended, up, I ended up not even figuring it out I just let that person do it <laughs> the, yeah. the, the math minded people out there are doing God's work for creatives <laughs> mm-hmm. that's Alex Stop though yeah. my, but the, the, the thing is uh, he's not entire, actually doing my, it he's my, getting help from his girlfriend yeah, who's yeah. my entire life I try to look way less stupid than I look yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really like this tip because I mean there's kind of a subjective view and ways of like fake it till you make it. What does that mean? I know for me, it's like you, 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 like you were saying, you got to trust that you know what to do. And if there are moments that the cinematographer or DP comes up to you and is like, hi, for this shot, do you want this lens or this? Uh, the bigger one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sir. Yeah. If you don't, I bet the truth is like, if you don't ever fake it, you you'll never get to the next level because you, there's yeah. you're always going to be green you're always going there's always going to be a moment in some part of your career that you're new to it and it, at the the faster you pretend you know what you're doing the yeah. the the faster you'll learn it you know so it's it's really like it, you know but like i say to a certain extent because you don't want to take yeah. on too much like if you're if you're you know going from taking too many steps can really kind of screw it up and also like put a bad taste in your own mouth. Not only like your the collaborators are working with. Yeah. There's a line where like you're, you're confident uh, or like you look confident. And then if you go too far, then you just, you just like, then, the, then you're a dick. And then, the, then you're like, yeah. I know everything. I, I, I have no flaws, blah, blah, blah. And then there's also a line where yeah. it's like, wait, uh, all right, who's our, who's our editor? Or who's our, who's our um, uh, yeah. DP? Who's our this? And it's like, wait, why is he taking on yeah. all of that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, you, you know, if you take, uh, I think also it's like, there's also, you don't want to take on too much responsibility. You want to be able to be focused. Yeah, ask ask to, for help is definitely like hidden in this because yeah. I worked with somebody who is really great, but also would never tell you when everything's going wrong. So it yeah. would just go wrong. And you're like, you need to let us. Yeah. You're like, what's happening? Oh, right. Yeah. Like you, you just give us some time. So like, we'll help you and fix this. But you have to you have to tell us in advance, you know. But that person was just hoping that they could continue to, you know, just 
keep it keep the train on the tracks as long as it can even though like it was destined to fall off so it's like the quicker you let us know the more the more of us can sort of anticipate it and all adjust yeah yeah there, there's been so many times where someone's come up to me and they're like oh we how do we do this thing and I'm like, oh, I, I got it handled. Don't worry about it. And they'll walk away and I'll be like, how the hell do I do, <laughs> do, I do this thing? <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 I got it. We're good. Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. They're like, really? Uh, okay. And they'll walk away. I'll be like, dear God, how, do I, how do I do this? <laughs> help, help. <laughs> but, then, but, then, but then that's also, that's led to them being like, oh, yeah, Stobbs got it. We're good. And then, but the, I'll figure it out. And then they're looking but at the, you like, and you're like, <laughs> on your phone, everything's going wrong. I'm like, no, 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 we're good. We're fine. You're asking Bing AI <laughs> yeah. how to do AI. For example, stop if I can, like, you know, this is just an example from like a real, a real life example from our, our, us working together on Jokers. I would come to you and say, hey, can you get a bottle of tequila? And you would say, yeah, no problem. And then you'd have to actually like figure out how to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. great. I just yeah. wanted to put it into terms of of exactly something that we've been through on our show, yeah. which is <laughs> me coming to you, yeah. asking you'd like, for tequila. You'd be like, you'd be like I want a, a seltzer water. I'm like, yeah, you do. I got you. <laughs> it's all about that crafty. All about yeah, all yeah. about the the crafty is what yeah. keeps it, keeps the creatives going. All right, well, let's keep going. Moving on to the third tip. All right, number three, everyone, learn as much as you can about every department trust people to do their jobs yeah you also it, when you i don't know just as because uh, i've had people I, I have people under me and and when you give them the space just to actually work and figure things out and and you know do their thing then like that's way better than like micromanaging people and and being you know up their ass all the time one of my favorite things about being on a film or tv set is seeing everybody work because it's they all have their certain things that they're doing yeah. and it is all so specific it's one of the like few things that in in my opinion that you can like just fully watch and see and it's like this is all connected it doesn't look like it but it has been so interesting that people line up a shot or line up the lighting or block out some like like coming in or, or even like set set pieces set design it's all so incredible yeah i really love this tip it, it, the learning everything part of it too is really kind of fun and i think important because i'm not an expert in audio i'm not a, like a true dp but i have worked in music my whole life so like there's a lot of audio things i know and i could speak the language to a certain extent um and i with cameras the same thing like i'm kind of a nerd about it i always look stuff up i want to know cameras but i don't know everything and i you know so it but it helps to get on this you know be able to talk to these these departments and be like what are we thinking and you know i you know someone a long time ago I was, you know, into cameras like at, in college and stuff. And somebody was like, you know, that um, instead of asking like to see the frame, uh, uh, Brad Pitt asks which millimeter lens they're using. Mm, and so wild. Yeah. And, and I think that's just like, that was like, oh, so even Brad Pitt, who's like really just acting, is like a geek or like at least like not wants to be knowledgeable. And there's a reason, yeah. like, because so it'll make his performance better. He knows if it's tighter then you know he's acting more with his eyes and if it's wider he's acting more with his body you know it's like it's great it's exactly what you should do that's so cool yeah i, I think one of the i just remembered this but do, do you know the show the nick 
With uh, oh my god, I loved so, the Nick. So I was an extra in that. Oh, in that you were. Show. I yeah. almost did an extra. It was. Uh, extra I was stuff. an extra in that show, and I was. I was there watching. It was like this big party scene that I was there, and I was all dressed up. And uh, Steven Soderbergh, right? So, yeah. Yeah, Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Yeah. I, I, I remember being in the crowd, and there was this shot where, like, these, this guy was, like, giving a speech to, like, all of us. And he, 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 sta- he stands up on the Apple box, and he's looking at the guy, and everyone's kind of, like, quiet. And he's just staring at the guy, and, like, his, like, camera guy or, like, AC or whatever, ha- he shot it all himself there. So uh, this guy pulled up a cart behind him, and he sat there, and he just stared at, like... You know, the the guy that was about to be on camera, he just stared at him for a while and he was like, he's like, uh, give me this, you know, give, give me this with this, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, nah, change it to the." And I just saw him like the guy literally built the camera next to him and like how he wanted it customized. And then he put it on his shoulder and then he filmed it and. It was like it was incredible watching him Bro. be like in that moment, like, oh yeah, f- give me this lens, but change this out. I want this to look like that, and he knew exact. He knew every little piece of like what was about to film there, and it was, it was, it was cool watching it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. watching. I just remember him cool. being like, I know exactly how I'm gonna fill this, and he did a couple takes with but a couple looked, different. It, but it yeah. sounds like he he was like exploring options yeah, too which he, yeah. is probably you know in the moment you know he like understood what like all the elements were you know and how to put it all together and it was it was cool to watch that is so cool oh i love that show yeah <laughs> i think it was too short-lived yeah it's yeah I, actually i've watched a little bit but i i want to watch the whole series because i think he's a great director mm-hmm. um yeah i i definitely think that trusting your team but being knowledgeable so that you could really communicate with them is, is great. I think it just like, it, it's, it just all goes back to like, these are all ways to getting on the same page. I think that's what we're, we're like edging towards. It's like, don't be a dick, be on the same page. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, fake it till you make it, like get on the same page, like, you know, meaning like, know your, know your flaws, like get on the same page, you know? Casey, for you, what, was there a moment on a project or a time in your career that you, this kind of started forming like for you uh do you think there was like a specific time that you were like oh i need to start learning everything or were you just kind of like like just immediately like i want to be able to learn because you do you you have dabbled in so many different positions and stuff. i'm like kind of an add kid and <laughs> i i really was never interested in things that i'm not naturally interested in and I've, I've really only followed the stuff that I, I have interest in and that those interests are techie things like music tech and camera tech and creative things, which is like stuff you do with music and in in front of or behind the camera. So it's been luckily really easy in this, in this world, because I have this sort of weird hyper focus when it comes to things I want to do. And like I actually like I, I'm a pretty good editor because I will just sit and do it until it's done, and I work I work really fast, and because I I have this weird ability to just hyper focus and work through things and not I, like I'll forget to eat or drink, like Shit. I'll just hyper focus. And but if you asked me to do something that I personally wasn't interested in, it would take me forever. I, I would be you yeah. know procrastinating. I, I I might not even do it. Like I was a really poor student until it was a thing that I liked. And then I was like, great at it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> that's literally the that's exact great. same thing that happened to me in school. I could not. I was a horrible student, but I I grew up like in in the theater and uh, was was performing like ten shows a week and like you know the, on like the Boston um, like the the main stage there. And like that was, I was obsessed with that. And I like was like on time, knew everything. I was like, I, I was all in. And then when it came to school, I was late and didn't care and didn't give a shit. And, you know, that's so I, I, I can, yeah. I connect with that too. So, I, yeah, I think it was just like picking up how to edit something or like I had friends that like wanted to play music and we all learned like these editing programs for music and, you know, guitar and like play drums and keyboards and stuff. Sorry, car's going by. Can you guys hear that? Sorry. No, no you're oh, good. Good. Um, but yeah, I, I got distracted. See, ADD. No, uh, <laughs> no I, I, I just think that it's it's so much easier when it's something that you care about. And I, I think like I've kind of taught myself like if it's a if it's something that is within it that I'm supposed to technically on paper learn or, or you know, but it doesn't really interest me. Like I kind of, I'm not going to force it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there's certain Love things that. in it, like there's certain limitations I've hit in editing, which is whether it's like these plugins or like even color correction that I, I, I love and respect, but I don't personally feel the need to, to learn. You know, I, I leave that to the professionals and I don't, I, I don't think I have the eye for it exactly the way that some people do. And I bet you there are people who came up in it and they love, they geek out on that stuff the way I would geek out on something else. And so knowing your flaws, I guess, and just knowing like, okay, that's, that's something I would, I would outsource mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's okay. And that's completely yeah. fine. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's keep going. We're going to keep on trucking along everybody. We are now at the, uh, top two tip, Woo! which is, this is hugely important. Uh, top two tip is it's better to over explain everything. Not only so the team is clear on everything, but so you can hear yourself say it out loud a bunch. So much of uh, what we've been talking about, but also you, Casey, is communication. I mean, a, a director literally is directing. He's, he's the, the end-all be-all of how communication will be for a project, right. I think. Uh, in some respects, like you set the standard for how are we working? Is everybody yeah. understanding? Just everything? so everybody knows what they're doing, uh, you know, and, and you, you got to take your vision and just vocalize it to everybody so they know what they're doing. This was my biggest learning curve, too. Like, I would say that, especially with Jokers, there are so many departments and there's so many people. And I think this is where I probably dropped the ball first, if I, if I you know, like in, in any way. Like, I think. And I had people that were close to me basically teaching me this tip and being like, you need to, you need to explain that to every department. You need to, and the more I explain things, the, the more people, I could, you could see on their faces, people be like nodding their head, like, yes, this is what we needed. And the more you kind of talk it out loud, you also, that, that's, that's the point I make is, is like you, you hear yourself say it and then you know it better. And if the, the, the more solid you are and the more that you're communicating it obviously but the more solid you are the better it will come come out um and you'll start to poke holes because you'll be like wait wait how, how can i how can it be that if we're doing this shot first or whatever you know like you as you're talking it out and um yeah you know i think that's 
that's just key. It's, you know, like I said on some of these other tips, this is the true getting on the same page. It's like really getting on the same page. Well, I have no doubt that like learning this and putting in reps of explaining through what you're going to do or what you want or what you're trying to capture, it's probably helped with the previous tip on how to speak to specific departments to make it make sense for other departments too. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you know, how does it apply to them, you know? Yeah. You, you can't be like, okay, then we're going to shoot him out of the cannon. I'm like, oh, wait, what? Well, I'm like, wait, 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 I'm wait, doing wait, sound. Wait, wait a second. What? Are you asking me to shoot him? What did you? You're like, yeah, yeah. I just thought of that. So it's happening. But to your point, though, like there are times that we would, we, we didn't do this at first. And then we started having this meeting at the top of, or at just some point during, like before we really got going, where we just talked out the entire creative and we talked out camera stuff and we talked out the flow of the day. And within that meeting, you're kind of like, you know, you've, you've thought about this stuff, but as you're saying it, you're sort of walking through every pace again. And because you're saying it out loud, you're being extra clear because it's like you're, you, you put in your head, like you're talking to a person who's never heard this plan because there are some people who haven't. Um, and within that, you start to say things that like are true, but like you haven't vocalized yet, even to yourself. And so that meeting I realized was so important because then sometimes you're like, and then this person comes, wait, wait, how do we get that person in there? And then you have this quick, like, Oh, okay, great. Okay. Then we do that. All right. Let's, let's talk about this after that. And then, you know, so it's, it was really helpful to, cause I come from like sort of an improv, uh, improv uh, background and uh, you know, you have to speak on your feet a lot. And I, so I feel good about that. And I also feel good about, you know, making leaps of knowledge or making leaps of, you know, within your speech, like, and so it'll be something like, and you use like an example and, you know, you're kind of off the cuff. Right. And then within that, you kind of, you, you find some, um, you find some really nice moments. Like you, you, you sort of, it's, it's like a good practice to talk out loud, you know, because in your head, you almost make an excuse. You're like, I'll get to that later. But when you talk out loud, you're like, oh, well, now I said it, I stepped in it. We got to figure it out. It's all, and you mentioned this earlier, but the whole like, you know, you have to like poke holes in things to make sure that it's, you know, it's it's like hole proof, I guess. And and the more you talk it out, you're able to like pick out like the holes and then you're like, OK, well, how do we, you know, fix that? How do we do this? How, so. Yeah, it's, and then you're like, oh, shit. Why am I looking oh, at this shit. Swiss cheese? I'm sound. <laughs> why, am I, why am I in this meeting? I'm, poking, I'm the sound guy. I'm poking all of these holes I'm in this cheese. It's Swiss cheese. <laughs> that is the stupidest dad joke ever. I'm nice. Sorry. Sound has to be in every meeting on our, on our show because there's so much that's like, like we said, variables that we have to hide gear. So it's like, if that person doesn't know, we have no audio. That's true. And for jokers specifically, they were like, okay, where is he walking? Because I have to put uh, a, like a microphone in this like plant in the, plant. Mi in the middle of the, <laughs> in the middle of the mall or like a cup or something. Or, yeah. So that they know. So wild. Gorilla, gorilla uh, sound. Gorilla mm -hmm. filmmaking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to the top one tip, everyone. This is the most important Woo! tip. Number on how one. To be a director. Num number one, trust your instincts, but don't be precious with your ideas. Mm -hmm. So this goes a little bit to the perfectionism thing, but I think that trust your instincts is the main key here because like you said earlier in your preamble about being a director, it's like there are different directors that do things differently. And that is your, uh, that is your superpower, right? Is like your version of it. And 
you, you have to believe that. You have to believe that like the reason you're here and like your instinct is the right instinct, even if, but, but feel, you should know that that should change, you know, that, that idea, like, or some of the ideas, but you are kind of the one in charge. You have to think of it like this, even if it's not your idea, you're in charge of implementing it. And it kind of becomes the, the project's idea, right? So drop the ego of like, whether it's my idea, or your idea, or where the idea came from, or whether you have to kill your idea and take someone else's because you have to kind of embody like what's best for the show and know that even if it's not your idea, like it's still your, it's still your foot forward, you know? So, so in that way, it's like, you know, you know, they say like, kill your babies. Like, it's like, you have to be able to be okay with that. Even if it's something you really love, if it doesn't work for some reason, or if it's just not, doesn't feel right, you have to, you have to be fine with it. Like you just, you know, and that's right. The top one tip is be okay with killing your babies. <laughs> kill, the, kill your <laughs> that's darling. That's the number one tip. Murder your children. Your creative children, <laughs> yes. of course, yes. of course, yes. 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 or they'll murder you. Correct. Um, yeah. They'll haunt you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's interesting though, right? Because that's also this like backwards thing a little bit. Because you're like, or hypocritical, like where you're like, trust your instincts. And if sometimes like people would, like those perfectionists will be like, well, if I'm trusting my instincts, I wouldn't kill that idea. But you have to kind of know like there's a reason why it's yeah. not working, and don't force it. It's like better off, you know. It's still your instinct to know it's to kill it you know so it's 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 even if it's not your idea coming to fruition it is your idea to get rid of it or it led you somewhere and things have to change sometimes i think that's one of, i i think this tip is what one of the beautiful things about like a creative uh profession like a director is because you have to kind of relearn this with every single project every single team because there's the, like sometimes the the instincts or ideas that you have are going to be completely different from the last project you have and stuff it's like you're constantly relearning how to do what you do which mm -hmm. is one of my favorite things about like being an artsy fartsy <laughs> person yeah. And one of my favorite parts of this job, especially with Impractical Jokers, is I, I was like a writer and, you know, comedy producer for so long that there are so many times that, I, you know, you come up with an idea and then you just sort of like, you know, send it out to to be produced. And when I got this role, I started to take ideas I wrote and that I, as a representative of the writing team to bring those ideas and to see them all the way through which was the kind of the first time in history of the show that that really happened, that the people that were coming up with the ideas were executing it to the end. And that's been so exciting. And there are times that like I've come up with a bit and we have shot that bit. And then in certain situations, I, I think I, I was not, you know, when people would kind of be like, well, what if we change this to this in the past there, it would just happen. No one would even ask us and they would just change it. And this time I got to sort of fight for some of the ideas that were worth the fight. Mm -hmm. And you'll know, you'll know when it's time to kill or time to change or time to fight. Yeah. You'll know when and, you're going to have to yeah. kill. Yeah. <laughs> your children. Yeah. Or when you have to fight your children. No, uh, yeah. fight, yes. your children fight for, death. yeah. But the, you know, and, and, and I got to learn that too. Like when there were times that I fought for an idea to, that I came up with to, be the way I wanted it and it worked out and I'm sure that's probably times where I've been like no it should be like this and it didn't and I'm like well, face that has the egg on it and that's okay it's fine <laughs> everyone's fine 
But yeah. like, you know, it's just a learning curve of like, and then, then you just know next time, like, you know, oh, that worked. And now everyone will believe me because that worked or that didn't work. And now I know, and I can move on, you know? So it's, it, it it's great. It's, it's just trial and error. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You also, when you have a bad idea, you got to also be like, okay, yeah, this is bad. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill it. <laughs> no, no, I, yeah. yeah now I'm going to kill myself yeah, because yeah. <laughs> why did I think of this idea? I'm in sound. <laughs> because I said it out loud and all of the departments looked at me like I was a hack. I'm the sound guy. I don't understand. I'm not, I'm a sound guy. Is like when you're like, I'm going to kill it, but on for the record, I do think it'll work, but it's fine. We'll kill it. Like, yeah. that's the best yeah. one, because then you're yeah. like, OK, I'm being the bigger person. But yeah. for the record, I do think it'll work. And maybe yeah. I'll bring this right. back later. <laughs> if, it does, if it doesn't work, I told you so. I get the points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll take the I'll take the high road. I know I'm a sound guy. I should have shouldn't have <laughs> yeah. tried to direct. This was a bad idea. Right. I'm gonna go. That was a bad I'm, idea. I'm gonna go smother it with right. a pillow. I'm gonna go kill my. I children. actually want that. I want that sound guy. The sound guy that wants to direct. I want him. That's right. the person. Oh I want. hell yeah. <laughs> hey, well, all right. Well, those are the top five tips, everyone, on how to direct. Huh? Hey. Huh? Are you? Are you? Are you uh, comfortable to direct? Because I just got um, a script. And... Yeah, I've got this murderous rage in me for some reason. Well, that's, that's a bad great. idea. That... Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> no, that's great because this is a script about killing, right. killing creative babies. Right. It's in the style of um, uh, Soul. Yes. Uh, the Pixar movie, but it's just a bunch of ideas and they're babies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first R-rated Pixar movie. <laughs> I'm Are you ready to direct it? Yes, I'm going to direct that. <laughs> That'd be good. Well, Casey, this was absolutely incredible um, yeah. and so engaging and fun. Yeah. yeah I had a great time. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. So informative, too, to to look at it from a sp perspective that we didn't, I mean, we didn't have, you know, we didn't. Uh, yeah. But um, do you have any any final words for the people listening on, on how to be a director? I don't know. I You know, it's funny because I've been like, because I, you know, I, you, just like you do some stand up and and comedy and stuff and when people are like should i get into comedy my instinct is always no <laughs> because it's so impossibly hard and you'll probably you know the, like the chances are that you won't get to where you think you want to be um unless you could just enjoy the journey which i do but i i don't think that's for everyone but with directing it's different there's getting into the industry getting into like filmmaking is like this other thing that really you don't you don't just expect to become you know Spielberg you're just kind of like I want to learn these things so if so I think that tip that my favorite my favorite tip is probably actually just like learn every part every department because if the, you're interested in that just do that stuff and so I think those are my final words it's like just just learn the stuff you want to learn and see where it takes you and don't put any pressure to be the Spielberg of whatever it is. Amazing. Well, there we go. That is Amazing. That is a great place to round yeah. it out. Well, thanks for watching the Manduzzi podcast, everybody. Yes. You know, uh, please comment what your favorite tip was. Or even, you know, if you have you 
directed or if you have directing stories or whatever, like let us know. Let you us know. know. Share us with your friends. We're on Instagram. We're on every platform you can think of. Instagram, of course, is where the party's at. That's where you can find our incredible trailers. Yeah. There are no bad ideas. There, on, there, there are, are no bad ideas. No we, bad ideas on our Instagram. We never share yeah. bad ideas. <laughs> exactly. Ever. ever. In the last three years of this podcast. <laughs> yes. yes. Do you have a MySpace? We 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 don't have a MySpace anymore. We've really. You said every platform. You said every platform. Did did you actually have one on MySpace for this um, podcast? No. You know what? (laughs) And we should probably. You know what? Maybe it was a bad idea to say every platform. (laughs) (laughs) Because immediately I I got you. Yeah, that's right. All right, you know what? That's, I'm the sound guy. Okay, you know what? <laughs> this was a bad idea. This was a bad idea. Um, but yeah, yeah. Also, if you're listen, uh, watching on YouTube, this is a great moment. Please, if you like this uh, episode, please, uh, freaking lights, camera, action on that like button. Yes. <laughs> Get that crafty on that that subscribe button. Don't be a dick. And don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a piece yeah. of shit. That makes sense to me. Me too. Lastly, if there is anything that you want to learn about and have us teach you while we also learn about it, let us know. The sky is the limit. You want to come on and teach us something? Send us a DM. We are open. And we'll let you learn. know if it's a bad idea. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this was amazing. I am Kirk, Lights, Camera, Actions, Crafty Cause. And I'm Alex, MySpace, Stav. <laughs> and the, actually, the last thing that I wanted to ask okay. was, uh, Casey, is there anything that you can tell us about this untitled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Paramount project that's been optioned? Um, I'll say this. I'm probably not directing it. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, uh, it's, uh, it, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. We just, uh, it's done. But uh, all I can say is it's in the ether. The script is in the ether. The writer's strike is, you know, and the acting strike has sort of thrown uh-huh. some wrenches. So uh, we have no idea. So I think just... Everyone say a prayer. That, I'm 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 on the edge of my seat. I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna definitely be tracking that. Well, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Any any final words? I got nothing. This All was, right. This was awesome. Always good to see you. I miss you, Casey. I miss you. And it All was right. a pleasure to meet you, Casey. Thank you so much. Let's do some tequila on on set soon. Exactly. Yeah. I'll figure it out. We'll do it. <laughs> Thank All you, right. everybody. We will see, see you next, you next week. week. Woo! Woo!